welcome into the Sports Buffoons Podcast. What's going on, everybody here? Welcome into another Saturday morning session with JG and myself of the Sports Buffoons. This is In The Hoop. Yes, I changed the name because I thought about it during the show last Saturday. So, well, in the hoop here, we'll give you guys this weekly NBA update show here as we go through the rest of the season. Uh, a lot's happened since we talked last Saturday. Kyrie Irving was a big part of the show. He got traded uh, shortly after that show last Saturday. And there was other big moves here that we're going to talk about today. So, please make sure you guys like, subscribe, and follow below uh to to see more content we got a lot more content coming up here in the buffoons channel and on also let's talk sports jg what's up dude not much man yeah i've got my red on i'm gearing up for the game tomorrow um let's go chiefs i agree let's go i'm ready so let's get into it to the nba world here uh kd Kyrie got traded and then shortly after that, KD goes to a contender as well for the Brooklyn Nets. What's your, I guess, what's your thought on this move here with KD? Obviously, it's a great move. Um, you know, I think everyone and their brother right now is running to the sports books to go all in on the Suns. Um, you know, I haven't heard a single person think that they're not going to win the championship. And that's fair. I mean, on paper, yeah, they probably have the best team in the West right now. Um, I thought it was a good trade um, all around. But, um, you know, I just – I don't trust, like, Chris Paul, man. Like, that guy always gets injured. Um, he never shows up big in the playoffs except for that one year. Um, he played well for the Rockets. But you've also got Kevin Durant, who is – He's, he's kind of an aging superstar right now. So that's another guy. I mean, he's not even playing right now, so he's not healthy. You got an injury-prone Chris Paul. You've got Devin Booker, who is just now coming back from injury. And then you've got DeAndre Ayton, who is not exactly a world beater to me. And so I think it, it's a they've got a long road ahead of them. Um, and certainly, while I think they are the favorite on paper, um, and we'll talk about the Warriors a little bit later. I, I still think the Warriors are will be in the mix to win the West. And, you know, you can't discount the Dallas Mavericks. That was a big piece that they just added in uh. Kyrie Irving because they did they they made it to the conference finals last year, dude. Yes, and that was without Kyrie Irving. So I'm not gonna be one of these people just, you know, running to the sports book throwing all my money down on the Suns. A lot of people are thinking, oh, just go ahead and give them the trophy right now. Way too much time left. Um, I do not trust Durant to stay healthy. I've never trust Chris Paul to stay healthy. Um, but I do I do like the trade. Whoever was going to acquire Kevin Durant, they were going to have to give up four, for, four to five first-round picks anyway. So why not, man? You know, why not if you're a team like the Suns who's been knocking on the door for – a couple of years now why not go all in i mean you really don't have anything to lose i mean if if guys get injured hey you know that's sometimes that's just how the ball bounces but 
I, I do like the trade. Um, one other thing to note on that trade is that the uh, Milwaukee Bucks added Jay Crowder. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a key piece for them because they're, they're kind of, it, it reminds me of the PJ Tucker ad when the uh, Sixers got PJ Tucker before the start of this season. Um, those teams in the East, man, they play really good defense. And if you're a team like the Bucks, Sixers, you've got to add guys like that. So I like the add of Jay Crowder to the Bucks. That's going to make things more interesting in terms of the Eastern Conference playoffs. And um, it's going to give them a better chance, I think, to compete with the Celtics. It, it helps them out because with Bobby Portis out for, I believe, the rest of the season, um, that's going to be a huge, huge lift there of getting a guy like Jay Crowder to kind of fill in that spot that Bobby Portis would be playing in for the Bucks. <clears throat> um, I was going to say uh, also on the Suns part, right? I, I wouldn't call them, wouldn't, wouldn't call them champs yet. Don't care at them. Uh, like you said, injuries are a big key into play. Uh, also, if you guys remember in, in the, the going into the playoff last year against the Mavs, Aiton got outplayed. DeAndre Ayton, when it came down to time to, to he had to be the guy to score outside of Booker, it didn't happen, and he got outplayed. Uh, so it's I, I wouldn't quite count this team as titles, you know, give them the title yet, but uh, I know Mike's Mike's ready to give them the title. That's for sure. But yeah, for sure. For, for sure. It. And I like I do think it's going to help like this is going to help DeAndre Ayton because oh, yeah. he's, he's not going to be asked to do shit on offense, right? He's just going to be asked to play defense and get a shitload of rebounds. And if that's all he's asked to do, like, like he's, he's an elite rebounder, man. So, I mean, I think that's going to help him in particular because he's not going to, like I told you earlier, he's not a world beater. Well, they're not going to ask him to be a world beater. He just needs to play his role. When, uh, <laughs> when, uh, Luca out out rebounded Aiton in that in that final game there. <laughs> oh God! There goes your yeah. role, man. There goes but, your role. <laughs> yeah, you know, keep in mind too. I mean, that Aiton is still a young guy. I mean, he's still he needs more playoff experience, and he he's going to be better in the playoffs. I I believe this year. Um, but the key for me is just like I said, the health of those two old guys, man. I mean, they're. They're superstars. Don't get me wrong. CP3 and Durant, but my gosh, dude. I mean, they're so freaking over the hill that um, it's just like you hope it, you got to you have to get a little bit lucky, I think, in terms of health if you're the Suns. Yeah, I, I believe that, too. It's all going to come down to the health for that team really in the playoffs. So uh, that's for sure. Well, let's move on here. Let's uh, let's talk about some other moves, uh, potential move that may not happen now. Uh, the Golden State Warriors reunion with Gary Payton II may not happen after all uh, due to a failed physical uh, by Payton placed after a 14-deal trade that would have acquired Payton to the, back to the Warriors. Uh, obviously, that would send Wiseman to Pistons, Sadiq Bay to the Hawks, and uh, uh, Kevin Knox to Portland. So what what's your thought on all this situation going down? Is it going to go down, or are we... Or are they just going to avoid all this? Yeah, you know, I think it was interesting where they said, you know, that this could be potentially uh, a deal that falls through. Um, however, I've been told by a reputable source 
that the Warriors are going to go ahead and allow this deal to go through. Okay. Even though uh, GP2 failed his physical, I, I don't know what's going on. I mean, he's got a core injury that he's been dealing with for months. Yeah, he's been out and, forever for that Portland team. Yeah, so, I mean, I've been told that this deal is going to go through, which, you know, I don't know what that says about Gary Payton II's health, but if the guy's not even going to fucking play, then what does that tell you about what the Warriors think about James Wiseman? I mean, they were willing to basically part ways with him. They got two first-round picks, I believe I believe from the Hawks or no two second round picks from the Hawks. Yeah. And you know and and then Gary Payton the second. But they need him if they if they're going to make a run in the playoffs, they must have Gary Payton the second healthy because their defense sucks ass. Okay, it sucked ass all year long. Draymond is getting older. You know, Jordan Poole a lot of people like to talk shit on Jordan Poole's defense. He's actually a good defender. He's not a great defender, but he's a good defender. But he's not going to be asked to do a whole lot now that Steph is injured. Jordan Poole is going to have to carry the load between him and Klay Thompson on the offensive side of the floor. So they really needed a guy like Gary Payton II to step in and take some of that load defensively. Uh, but Wiseman... Uh, it was a complete bust. Um, I'm just happy for the Warriors that they were able to get something out of the deal. But um, yeah, we'll see, man. I that Gary Payton the Second's had that core injury for a long time now. And Didn't that go into last season too a little bit? Yeah, they that? they they said you know unlike Steph, who I think the initial timetable for Steph with those partially torn ligaments is four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. which would put him on track to play in the playoffs, but they're talking months for Gary Payton, the second. And uh, that that's to me, that's it's, you've got to watch his health because they've got to have somebody to play some defense. And I do believe in guys like, you know, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, they will step up offensively. That team is going to put up points with or without Steph. I mean, you've already seen, what Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson have done in these last couple of games. Uh, Clay Thompson made 12 three-pointers a couple of games ago. He had 42 points and made 12 three-pointers. Then the game after that, he had 31 points on seven threes. Uh, I think in the last game, Jordan Poole actually put up 38 points with seven three-pointers. So either one of these guys can get you 40 points, right, on any given night. So without Steph, these guys will have no problem scoring points. And I think that'll be great. That, that'll get them to, uh, you know, a decent playoff seating. They'll at least make the play-in tournament because of all the firepower that they still have on offense. But you got to have Peyton for the postseason. Obviously, you got to have Steph for the postseason. Um, that's my biggest concern for the Warriors is uh, defense. But um, – you know, certainly don't count them out because, like I said, uh, we're talking about DeAndre Ayton not being a world beater. Well, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, those guys are both world beaters. And this team will make the playoffs. I can guarantee you that. And they, to me, they're still a contender 
on paper, but it, there's so many different things going on um, in terms of injuries uh, when you look at the Suns and the Warriors. So we don't know how it's all going to play off. One thing I would point out is that I was happy that the Atlanta Hawks were able to acquire Sadiq Bay out of that deal um, because Sadiq Bay is a guy, he's, he's a really good scorer. I know he's a little bit inconsistent, but yeah. he's also uh, a younger guy that is still developing. And uh, I always pull for the Hawks cause I love ice tray. I love DeJounte Murray. So I think that was a great ad for the Atlanta Hawks getting Sadiq Bay. But um, yeah, I mean, Certainly, I mean, we, we got a long way to go in the season, but um, yeah, I think I think uh, in terms of the Warriors and the Suns, I think uh, they made some great trades. And uh, yeah, just unfortunate for uh, James Wiseman because it doesn't look like he's uh, going to be accomplishing much in the near future. He kind of seems like a bust. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to go that far, but uh, so, yeah, he he might be a bust. We'll put so it that before, way. Before we move on to our final topic, I do want to ask you this because you did say Golden State would make the playoffs. Are you talking playing game and then playoffs? Are you talking like that final seed there uh, to don't play? That's the way they don't have to play the playoff playoff game or playing games. I I really don't think it matters. And I, I, don't, I really don't think they care. I think they could roll in with the 10 seed and they wouldn't really give a shit because they know they're going to win. Their, their only goal is to get Steph back healthy. And that timetable, like I said right now, I believe it was Shams Sharanya reported that it's, it's, it's at least three to four weeks. I personally think it's probably four to six weeks. But if they can just get him ramped up in the last couple of weeks of the regular season, uh, they, all they got to do is make the play-in, and it, it's not going to matter, dude. They, they will make the play-in, and they will win that play-in. But, you know, they're not, they're not very many games back. I mean, there's, there's not a whole lot of separation in the West. It's a lot different in the Eastern Conference when you're looking in that play-in situation, there's a lot more separation between those teams in the East than there is in the West. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to write the Warriors off from getting that sixth seed and staying out of the play-in. Uh, but, again, I, I don't think they care. They, they just want everybody healthy, and that's their main focus right now. No, that's fair. That's uh, that's fair in that. I mean, it's, it's just amazing what happened this past week of how – much bulkier and better the west has gotten over the east now that durant and irving's in the west <clears throat> and then of course more moves that happen too but it's insane yeah the, west, yeah the west is so dominant right now i'm after those deals got done i i immediately thought about the afc quarterback <laughs> situation <laughs> and how how you know how pathetic the nfc is now in terms of quarterback play Overall, that that's kind of how I think of the Western Conference now in the NBA. They just they're they're loading up in that in the West. I mean, it, you're going to leave guys that have big names like possibly Damian Lillard missing the playoffs and LeBron James missing the playoffs versus not a lot of big names in the East there. So uh, it's it's insane. Speaking of the West, though. As we go for a team that is on the outside looking in, looking to buy out a contract, Russell Westbrook 
did get traded into the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz looking to buy his contract out. Do you have any fits for Russell Westbrook for a contender, or does he not go to a contender overall? Well, I was hoping that he would go to a contender just because I think he does have, unlike a lot of people, I think he does have a lot of gas left in the tank. So I was kind of hoping that he would go to the contender. The initial reports were that the Clippers would be interested. Yeah, and I think it would have been a great fit. You know, they they were able to get John Wall off of that roster. And so I thought, you know, why not bring in a guy like Russell Westbrook to at least give you some production from the point guard position? Because I, I don't think it's it would be the exact same fit as when he was on the Lakers. Um, yeah, obviously you got PG-13 and Kawhi Leonard who are going to dominate the ball. Uh, but the main difference for me was I wanted to go see him play for Ty Lue because Ty Lue is an elite coach in the NBA. And I thought that Ty Lue, if anybody could make make a way for Westbrook to fit on a roster, Ty Lue is that guy. And I think he could have maybe got it done. But um, now the reports are coming out that it's down to two teams. Um, it's either going to be the Chicago Bulls or the Miami Heat. Um, and given those two choices, I think the best fit for Westbrook is going to be the Chicago Bulls uh, because you've got that familiarity there with Coach Billy Donovan. Uh, he was already coaching Westbrook back in OKC for about four seasons, I believe. And so I think that would be those two guys would be comfortable working together again. Now the bulls right now, I think they're only about the nine seed. So it's not like the bulls are going anywhere in the playoffs, but nine, I, I, I think it would be a good fit for Westbrook because right now I think the bulls had uh AO DeSuma or IO DeSuma, however you pronounce his name. I think right now he's the starting point guard and he's, he's a great player, but he's still really young. And so I think he's more of a develop developing piece, but uh, yeah, I think to me, that's the best fit uh, in terms of the Miami heat. I just think that's a bad situation because um, I don't like that. Eric Spolstra, Pat Riley, uh, Jimmy Butler, my gosh, all these guys demand so much respect and they, they demand a certain type of work ethic. And I think that if Westbrook went to the heat, I think those guys would just be butting heads. I think it could be a potential disaster. If he went over there, he would likely, they would likely ask him to be the sixth man, which we all know that Westbrook thinks he's a starter. And so, yeah, I think he'll end up on the bulls. I think that's the best fit for him, but uh, yeah, it definitely would have been interesting to see what would have happened had he gone gone to the Clippers. I think uh I think in this scenario now for him, he's gonna go to the east. He's gonna go to some team that's in the east because he doesn't probably want to have to deal with anybody in the West in the playoffs, right? Until the right until the finals. So I, I think Chicago uh is a is a great fit for him, honestly. Billy Donovan back because initially my thoughts when I heard it was it was la it was clippers right and because they do did want him but he, he they're in the west and then i was like oh maybe they're reunite with the thunder who's the 10 seed currently in the west 
I don't think that's going to happen either because that's in the West. I, I really think that Chicago or even possibly a team like Washington, I know he already played there, but like a playoff pushing team would want somebody to lead that charge. And I think those two are going to be the team. I don't think Miami, but like you said, it's a total different dynamic within Miami with Butler or uh, Jimmy, Jimmy buckets and all those guys there. So, yeah, I, I will say this, if I'm Steve Ballmer, if I'm president of basketball operations of the Clippers, I would strongly uh, take a look at this um, and give it some serious thought because, you know, Kawhi Leonard, he's not a dominant personality. Neither is PG 13. Those guys are both chill guys. And I think, as I said, Ty Lue could figure out a make a way to make this thing work. But I think if you're the Clippers, like you're a contender right now. And I think, I think it would be worth the risk, you know, and what's the worst case scenario. It doesn't work out. So then you have to, you know, let him come off the bench and lead that second unit. But I I don't think it would be a toxic environment because I think that Ty Lue runs a tight ship in there. And it's not going to be like the Lakers where, you know, you've got LeBron and you've got this toxic environment and all of these dominant personalities that Westbrook has to try to fit in. I just think he would, his personality would mesh better with the Clippers. I personally think I would give it a shot. I, I don't think there's a whole lot of risk. And like I said, worst case scenario, just let him come off the bench. You're still going to get production from him off the bench, but uh, I'll be disappointed if, if, if the Clippers don't at least give this a, a hard look at bringing him in. The, the Clippers also make sense. in the fact that we know how Westbrook performs when he's by him, you know, pretty much the guy by himself, right? He's, oh, yeah. he's dominant. Well, you got Leonard who's always hurt every now and then that's going to be a great feeling. That'll, you know, at least carry you on from there. And then on the same time, Paul George, he's not always healthy the, the entire season on the back half either. So just give, being able to give those guys that extra, maybe, you know, four or five game rest into play towards the back of the season to have a guy like Westbrook to carry you on. So you don't lose playoff position. It would be massive. This is, I, I fully agree with this Clippers move. Cause yeah, I, I just think it's, it's totally different than the Lakers because Big time. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, both of those guys, while they are ball dominant, they know how to operate off the ball. Whereas when you had Westbrook on the Lakers, LeBron is always on the ball. And so you're just asking Westbrook to do something that he's never done his whole career, which is to sometimes play off the ball. And I think people always give him so much shit about, oh my gosh, you know, Westbrook is washed up. He can't shoot anymore. And I think that all has to do with volume. And I think he would get more volume being on the Clippers because I think he would have the ball more. And, you know, basketball is a rhythm game. And even when you talk about a guy like Westbrook, who is not the greatest shooter in the world, you give the guy a little bit more volume. It gives him more opportunity to develop a rhythm throughout the game. And Westbrook's a rhythm shooter. You just give him a few more opportunities. I think he would be a little bit better shooter on that team. Whereas with the Lakers, he never gets the fucking ball. So he's never going to find that rhythm. But uh, I'm telling you right now, that guy's got a lot left in the tank and he is, he is not washed 
No, I don't think so either. No, he's got too much juice left. No matter where he goes, especially if it's like to a, you know, a, a team on the outside trying to get in like a, you know, Toronto, Indy, Orlando, even like they're, they're going to get a high scoring guy and they're going to put some competitive out there. So I, I'm not over overly worried. So, well, JG, we'll wrap up here today's session of in the hoop. Uh, hopefully next week here, we'll talk a little more. I believe all-star breaks next week. Is that yeah. right? Yep. That's uh, it'll be next weekend. So we'll talk kind of that considered halfway point, right? With the all-star break. Uh, we'll talk of that going on next week too. So catch us next Saturday morning of in the hoop. Other than that, guys go chiefs. Let's go chiefs. We'll catch you guys later. See you guys there guys.